What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week for some more Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews, and brackets. I'm and one brackets. of your hosts, Nick. <laughs> and, I'm your other, <laughs> and I'm your other host, Josh, slipping on the gloves again. <laughs> We're ready to duke it out. Yes, yes. The boxing shall start. Uh, that was a lot of fun the last uh, last couple of episodes. We're going to bring part three tonight of our PlayStation Edition Brews and Brackets. And uh, we're going to just get that much closer to that winner, that victorious winner. Yeah. Uh, but this is the first time you guys have tuned in before we do anything. We always crack a brew. We always enjoy it, share it with all of you guys out there. So that's what we do first. We're about to crack a brew. Let's crack a brew, man. What do you got over there? I have one from Deep Ellum Brewing Company, and it's named pretty straightforward, Deep Ellum IPA. Um, saw a variety pack of stuff I hadn't had before. I think I've had one of them before, back in my the start of my craft beer days. But this isn't it. Okay. This is about probably the same pack. And this is all the way from Texas. That was a solid crack. That was a solid crack of the brew. It was. It was good. Also, the art is kind of funky but cool. So okay, another yellow one. Yeah. yeah, yellow. Oh, was he like with an eye and wings. oh, I see I don't it now. Know what's okay. going on here? Okay, got like a cool like. At first, it looked like a dude flexing 50s. like this to me. It looked like a dude just all flexing. <laughs> the hop is like jacked, and he's yeah. <laughs> That'd be a cool can too, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's seventy IBU, so it's gonna be. At least decently yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's your jam. Josh is the hop lover for any of new listeners. Mm. Uh oh, that's a different face. It's not bad. It's good. Uh it's got a little more maltiness than maybe I, I care for. It reminds okay. me of a better version of a really shitty beer I had. So this one isn't <laughs> nearly as shitty. But okay. it's got a little bit of the same kind of like vibe and profile to it. Executed. Okay way better this is very drinkable um so it's over the top tropical fruit citrus pine and floral okay uh floral aromas i buy okay. it i buy okay. that i think some of that sweetness and some of that pine is maybe i'm mistaking that for a little bit like maltiness um yeah just not as straight citrusy and like crisp as some other ipas but it's uh it's got a little bit more roundness it's a little bit a little bit robust okay okay well, it's got some things in there that save it, at least, from your, your extra shitty beer that you had. So. <laughs> oh, then that beer was absolute trash. This is still pretty good. This is still pretty good, yeah. That's, it's that's just kind of, I got, like, a similar-ish vibe to it, yeah. Okay, little little clarification. That's good, that's good. Yeah. All right, well, if you tuned into our previous Brews and Brackets, you know Urban Artifact is one I brought on both of those, and I'm doing it again today, so I don't know if I have a fourth one to finish out the bracket with, but... <laughs> Either way, I'll be bringing something next time. But this is a art, urban artifact sugar plum. It's plum and vanilla. And it's an American fruit tart, and it's a uh, pretty pretty. Clear I was cut there. really yeah yeah. I, I saw this whole assortment um, when I was buying beer a while ago, and that one seemed like everyone all of them seemed good. But that one seemed the most interesting. I've never seen yeah. a plum beer. Same yeah. Hence the reasons why I pick up a lot of the stuff I see. So so random. Uh, and we'll see if this is correct or not, but it says reward the curious right on the can. So, hey, you know what? All you right. Better, you better reward me, Urban Artifact, I tell you. With some good flavors. Yeah. Well, I can't really complain about these guys. I've, I think I've had four of their beers. This will be my fifth one, and none of them have disappointed. I'll say no, no complaints. 
they've yeah. all been very good. So uh, this has a this has like a nice like pear color to it. So really, okay. Yeah, a little, I expected like a purple. Yeah, nope, nope, definitely Blum. not. Not a dark beer at all. Um, let's give this guy a taste. Oh, that's heavy on the on the fruit. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. How's that vanilla come through? Okay, so two drinks. The vanilla is very. It's more aroma, and okay. it's only there like at the very beginning, and then it just kind of mellows into uh, just just a. It's a really good tart. Like it's really good. Hell yeah, uh, that's awesome. I'll have to pick that up then, because it definitely seemed like the most interesting. It maybe not the best one, but the most interesting one. There, there is definitely like the back end of it is like a wheat. There's like a wheat slight, very uh, there, slight. There's the tart base right there. Is what I was talking yeah. to you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's actually not bad. I don't. I do not care for a wheat beer. So just just all the listeners, anybody viewing, watching. Um, not a not a fan of wheat beers at all. Oh, that's true. I've um, never seen you order a wheat beer. Yeah, yeah. not a fan of them. I, I think I got ruined in my twenties on a on a few really bad ones that were uh, mentioned to me. But so, but this 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 bit of wheat that I'm I'm getting is very subtle, but it it it's an accent and it's great. It's much better. Much ah, better. Yeah. I like it. That's I awesome. Like it. What do you? What do you need beer? Yeah. Plum and vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think to put it together. I'm glad there's people out there who do, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. All right. Well, let's get started. We're going to kick it off with the bracket. So let's chuck a bracket up on screen so everybody can see where we stand as of last episode. Uh, Josh, you want to give them a, a roundup of what we're doing today? Yeah, so we are down to just eight games from 16. We had uh, Until Dawn go against Gran Turismo, Until Dawn coming up to the top, Infamous to Ghost of Shima, Ghost coming up on top, Astros uh, against Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank won that one, Last of Us and Returnal. Uh, against my better judgment, uh, <laughs> I let Last of Us win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the subtlety in the story really got it. I mean, that's just a good straight up story. Returnal, yeah. you got to work for it. Uh, <laughs> Horizon and Spider Man. Uh, man, we talked this one for a while. Yeah. Was, that was a tough one. Spider Man came out barely, barely. Yeah. Uh, Demon Souls and Bloodborne. Of course, I mean, both great games from the same company. Bloodborne came out. Uh, Shadow Colossus of Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII came out. And God of War and Uncharted. God of War came on top on that one. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Bloodborne was probably a little bit of an easy pick. Um, I think it was. I Final think it was. Seems great. Bloodborne, awesome. Yeah, the tough one. The tough ones were definitely uh, Spider-Man, God of War, Last of Us. Those those winners were a little more tough conversations where where are we yeah. landing on this you know as a i know and, our and, podcast where they go, right <laughs> i know i'm biased for returnable man was that story payoff so good so good uh but i get it last of us is just it's 
it's an all-around story that anybody can enjoy and as proof by its new media in the form of a tv show and it's resounding success hard to argue hard to argue well we're gonna take eight more those that josh just mentioned we're gonna get them down to four today and then our final episode will be those four down to one and we'll see who wins so we are going to start uh, Until Dawn versus Ghost of Tsushima, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if this one needs much conversation. <laughs> I know. I, I like. I feel like I need to make something of it. Um, <laughs> like I almost God, feel because... like you know what we're listening to the show. We we've listened to the show for two years. You know, for our longtime fans, they're like, "Why are they even talking about this one?" I kind of feel like you know, <laughs> we know it's going to win. Why are you wasting my time? Right? <laughs> I know. I mean, I. I Okay, to be fair, Until Dawn does deserve some discussion because part of the reason why it, it won is for its ease of access. You can hand you can hand literally anyone the controller and maybe they won't get the, t- the quick time events, but right. they'll be able to play the other 90% of the game, no problem, get the story, get get the experience of playing through your own customiz- customized movie and for a really rewarding experience. And actually a, a pretty scary one. I mean, it was a pretty legit horror game. Uh, it's a good time. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, also a very cinematic experience. Every camera angle was so perfect yeah. in that game for the like the old school like, Japanese samurai movie aesthetic. Yeah, and one of the one of the best overall like games like it's just oh, it has yeah. the gameplay it has yeah. the story it has the visuals it has the character building you know it has the side quests it has all the things that mean everything and one of the one of the only games probably one of the first games too um for me that was hey i want to do everything in this and it's not because i have to it's because it's fun it's meaningful and i want to yeah do it. yeah exactly yeah, yeah which is extremely difficult to do in any video game, let so alone hard. a game the size of this game. Uh, not a small game by any means. And uh, it, I mean, it's epic on almost all levels. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. Um, it, I think what it what it lacks that Until Dawn has is some replayability. I feel like once you've done everything and you experience the story and all the incredible character development and those the best side quests of any game, uh, in my opinion. Um, oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, because you've already learned the story. To re-experience the story, it would be great, but I don't think you're going to get the same level. Until Dawn, you kill, you have some people die, you True. accidentally kill other people die. You get If you don't, now that you know, you can change the outcomes and get new sections of movie and new customization to, to the story. Now, right? I you think, know what to do. Uh, that's Ghost Two should implement that now. Let's let's just do that. I, I'm down. Let's go. Hey, you know i I lost uh, I lost my partner, and now the story completely changes. I would love to see Ghost do something like that that changes so the cool. the whole story yeah. because that is that is a very unique thing about Until Dawn and a lot of the. Uh, uh, correct me. Who's the developer on these? Um, I always forget. Oh, I should know because I've done a bunch of them, and then they've all been pretty well received. Yeah, I'm um, terrible on that. Until Dawn developer, eh? Yeah. I'm going to know it as soon as you say it, too. Because I got a buddy who loves these games. And, uh, it's what Dark is- Pictures. Uh, is it- yeah. Oh, that's uh, the name of like, the anthology. Is that the name the of the anthology? That's the anthology, yeah. Yeah. So, super massive games. Okay, okay, there it is, there it is. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's so good. Big name actors, really, really good acting. Oh, man, the voice acting at Ghost of Tsushima was also really good. I didn't, I didn't play it English though. I played it um, oh, you did Japanese, Japanese with subtitles because, it, but the the Samurai cinematic, it felt weird for me to have. I didn't even hear the uh, the English voice acting until I uh, started like New Game Plus, and I and it like defaulted to that. I actually oh, preemptively yeah. changed the the Japanese voice, uh, and it was really good. I still got all the emotion and everything, so. Uh, Japanese voice actors, fantastic, uh, and was I was also very pleased there. Well, I think we know our winner on uh, this one, so we're gonna. It is from an overall <laughs> gaming experience. Until Dawn is very much playing through a custom movie, uh, and, and incredibly well done. Um, what a, what a concept! I think people have tried but haven't even come close to what they've done uh, with the the Dark Pictures anthology. Yeah, uh, but Ghost of Tsushima from just an overall great gameplay mechanics, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful environment, um, and just an incredible story. It's hard to argue. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough one. Like that was one of them when we saw it get to where it was. I was like, oh boy, you know, it was it was harder to fight Infamous versus Ghost of Tsushima because they kind of have so many things alike. But yeah, at the same time, it's still kind of like, man, that's a, that's a big fan favorite of mine. And I know you're a big fan of it as well. So uh-huh. as far, as far as loud thumbs are concerned, Hey, like ghost ghost is up there. It's definitely a major I'll, contender. I want to replay it so bad. But that's so much time. It is <laughs> It's like 80 more so hours. <laughs> it is. It'd be so worth it, man. I got other shit to play though. Right, absolutely. Oh, On to the next. Ratchet On to the Link, next. Yeah. The Last of Us. Two real popular franchises. Very popular. Um, man, I mean, Insomniac versus Naughty Dog. You know, that's where we're. That's where we are at this point. Like two of the biggest developers for Sony. Too. I know. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. As soon as yeah, I almost forgot who developed these. And she's whoa, what heavyweight developers? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, in a way, Ratchet and Clank. I I will revisit Ratchet and Clank versus Last of Us because of mm, the sheer. Okay the sheer amount of depression that you get from the last of us is not very replayable. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You start the game and want to cry. They don't play around. It's from the start. Like you're 30 minutes into the game and you're like, what? Uh, so it's rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ratchet and Clank is just a lot of fun. I think, I think out of all the list, it's probably like the most like pick up and play, have a blast, take it not seriously at all kind of game. Uh, yeah, very light hearted. Don't kind of, you don't have to think about it kind of fun. Right. The right. Last of Us is nearly on the opposite side of the spectrum. Uh, I mean, it's fun for different reasons. Like there's heavy strategy. You got to think about it. It's the story. It's good. Um, yeah. It feels counterintuitive to say that it's not a fun story because it's a very serious environment with very real consequences and right. very well voice acted and portrayed characters. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's you were talking down and dirty, serious versus lighthearted fun almost. Yeah, you absolutely are. They're polar opposites of the spectrum to uh, to be fighting each other here. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean as much as I can pick up a ratchet and the clank and, and just have a blast, no matter what game I'm playing. And, you know, they have a lot of great comedy in those games too, which is 
hard to do in video games again just similar to you know like we said with ghost you know it's it's very difficult to do all the things it did but comedy is a whole nother thing that you can yeah. pull off very easily and these Either games are lands funny. or it sucks yeah 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 uh and and yeah ratchet and clank is really a lot of fun but i mean obviously we have a lot of things to think about we have to think about like our tastes in video games, what uh-huh. we would play, what PlayStation is kind of stands for, what people think of as, you know, synonymous with PlayStation, but replayability Ooh, man. is tough on last it, Us. It would be tough. I mean, it's definitely, I think it has more recognition than Ratchet and Clank does now, despite Ratchet and right. Clank's long pedigree oh yeah like it's it's a long yes, like if, if, if we're talking like <laughs> 10 12 years ago ratchet and clank would still be a forefront franchise and i and it kind of still is now but that's only because i think they brought it back um but the last of us is as far as just one of sony's signature like single player games it's got crazy recognition as far yeah. as Ratchet and Clank's been out uh, since November of 20, uh, 2002. So it's been 21 years. That's wild. That, That's wild. that checks out. I knew it had been That's around so for wild. a long time. Because I had seen some stuff on PS2 from, uh, when I was a kid. And uh, my buddy had a PlayStation way before I did. Um, and it always looked like it was a blast. Um, they're so fun. To this day, they're still a lot of fun. Um, I think I mentioned on one of the, one of our previous uh, Bracket episodes that I, I've played pretty much all of them. I think I might have missed two or three of them. But... They're all really fun, but man, I don't know. Like the thing I think to myself is which one would I miss more if it wasn't there and why? That's a fair statement. Yeah. Well, you've you've played way more Ratchet and Clank. I've experienced some and I've played a little bit of The Last of Us. So I think you have the stronger basis here. So um, I guess what's your gut telling you? I mean, what, I mean, gut reaction. Like I said, if, if one was missing... Which one? Even, which one would you miss? Which one would you be okay with not being there? Yeah. If Sony told you tomorrow they were killing one franchise. Right. Yeah. That makes it really hard because I know what Last of Us Two has, and I almost have to like oh. forget about that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you mean the, the, very, <laughs> the very kind review you gave the Last yeah. of Us Two? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, we all know that game's very divisive. It's there's not a whole mm-hmm. lot of like eh, middling things about it. It's like you know what, it was worth making, or it was like nah. What did you yeah. do? Yeah, and it wasn't just you. It was pretty industry wide divisive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that I can't hold against The Last of Us because I think The Last of Us is a story within itself that did not need any more story. So I think okay. it's self contained okay. at a point where it 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 should have stopped that that's what i want to say i mean it did mm-hmm. have um last gotcha. of us um the dlc for it which i'm spacing what the name of the dlc was at this point but uh, i think it was was it no way home something like that last of us no way home maybe but um i know that's a spider-man movie too but um, <laughs> yeah it is the um the la- that that was good dlc and i this, left this, behind left so. behind that's it yeah there you go um it's tough there's so many ratchet and clank games they're all a lot of fun yeah man that pedigree 
they're not really challenging. So, I mean, is it like... So would you say The Last of Us is a more rewarding game to play? Yeah, I think. Like, I think that's where my brain's going. Like From, a, from a be a better there. gamer sort of uh, standpoint? Right. And then, you know, the payoff of it is so much better than the Ratchet and the Clank games. Because, I mean, they're fun okay. and they're great. Yeah. They're not made for story for any way. I mean, their stories are good. It's just they, not their style. Yeah. Not their style at all. The, now, the story, I will say, with Rift Apart was... Um, mind blowing! Like they did a great job for that series. Of oh, making a really? Okay. All of a sudden, okay. You have two new characters thrown in the mix, and now you have four characters to care about, and they made you care about all of them. And then at the end, there's like this, you know, amazing thing that happens, and just kind of hits home for all of it. Uh, for me, it did. So I was really pleased with what they did with that, you know, piece of the series. But yeah. I think as far as gameplay, I mean, I graphical prowess, storytelling, uh, character building, overall ending like I, Last of Us hangs on with me like it. It's something I remember. I couldn't tell you like all right, the jokes right. from Ratchet and Clank or all the guns or anything like that. I could tell you a few, but I could I could remember and, and tell you a lot about what happened in The Last of Us and um not not okay really, yeah i really feel depressed or anything like doing that you know that's kind of jokingly done but um yeah i i would say i would say the last of us probably i would i would be more upset that it's gone because i still have a little hope that if they make another one that they um they've just fixed what they screwed up. You know what I mean? Like they, there's a better game that comes out of the third one that somehow wraps all of it up. And then the second one doesn't yeah. mean as little as what it does to me, maybe. Um, kind of retcon it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, so, make, not make it so repetitive. Knowing like, so I guess here's here's where my brain was thinking about all that as as you asked me that question, which is definitely a hard question. If if one of them didn't exist, what what would I be sad about? And I'm thinking to myself, like, what if one of them existed on a different console? And I would be more jealous of people who could play if I was PlayStation only and I didn't have another console. Oh, OK. Yeah, I'd be like more jealous. I'd be more jealous of the people who could play Last of Us than I would Ratchet and Clank. So fair. I I I got to give it to Last of Us. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point to where uh, you got a lot of enjoyment out of both, but the one that was more memorable was Last of Us. You said you could like you remember having a good time, and it's definitely an enjoyable experience, and you it definitely a worthwhile purchase. Uh, but the fact that you couldn't really recall like a lot of specific moments, but you could recall a lot from the Last of Us, I think definitely let me know where you were going to where you're going to tip yep. over on that fence yep i think i think that one that's that's what we're going to do last of us is going to take the cake on that one and kick out ratchet and clank all right there it is all right left side we're down for now now we're going to the right side that's this is a tough one, <laughs> right? Spider Man versus Bloodborne. It's a, it's a similar story, right? This is, is. Spider Man is a fun, fluid, 
like happy hour kind of game. Um, most part, there's, there's definitely got a serious story to it, but Bloodborne is dark, hard, gritty, bloody. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> that's tough because Bloodborne is definitely. I mean, FromSoft makes magic, but Bloodborne oh, yeah. still sticks out as unique and one I definitely need to go back. I have enough under my belt to speak to it, but I need to go back and beat it. Um, man. It's tough because they're like, they're similar stories, not similar gameplay, but similar stories, but different spectrums. Again, similar to, you know, what we see we're talking with Ratchet and Clank and last of us, like one's really dark and, you know, edgy and, you know, that kind of thing. And then you have Spider-Man that's just kind of like bright. And like, he's always that, that superhero that you're like, you think of bright colors and like, you know, all that going on with him. And you yeah. don't think of that when you think of Bloodborne or Bloodborne. You just think of just darkness. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Now, I've never beat Bloodborne. Uh, I have a few uh-huh. hours into it. But I have finished Spider-Man and I don't I don't want to like play favorites or anything because I've finished the game and I'm familiar with the character over Bloodborne. Yeah. So the question is, where do we lean on this one as far as like what we're thinking? PlayStation and, you know, loud thumbs, what we would play, what we'd want in <clears throat> in the realm of, of games. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've talked at, at length about Spider-Man before. I mean, uh, Peter Parker in this game is an absolute joy to play along with. Uh, the story and the character development has some of the most incredible pacing I've ever experienced. And I just the experience overall is I don't remember not having fun in that game. It was fun yeah. 100% of the time. Even the times I was playing as like MJ, which is a little bit drier, you know, was still a good yeah. time. It's still extra development and story building and world building um, that I, I enjoyed 100% of the time. And then on the side of Bloodborne, like, what a unique environment. Who else has done, like, classic Victorian mixed with Eldritch Horror in the way that seems so seamless as Bloodborne did? Uh, I mean, just its style and its grit, the creatures feel like they belong. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a FromSoft DNA. The transforming weapons are so cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the difficulty level is there, but again, everything's still doable. Um, And it's a little bit different of... Uh, an enjoyment where Spider-Man is very fast-paced and fluid. Uh, Bloodborne isn't di- isn't disjointed, but it's slow-paced and methodical, like most fr- FromSoft games. And you got to pay yeah. attention and take your opportunities. So, I mean, gosh, it almost depends on what kind of gamer you are and what it does. And right, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on both. I am on both sides of this coin because I, I really enjoyed both. Um. And Bloodborne is so good, and it feels weird going against a fan favorite. And some people still will take Bloodborne above Elden Ring, even. Um, oh yeah, it's man, still uh, huge. I I always want when I was playing Bloodborne, I would want to play Bloodborne when I got home and stuff. But like, I couldn't wait to play Spider Man when I got home. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the difference that's standing out to me. Like, just the level of enjoyment and. I like a high pressure game, but like, 
man, it was it refreshing to get into a game that was engaging, had the heaviest story, but was at the same time, while having a challenge to it, I never felt pressured as a gamer to just yeah. be better at the game. Right. Yeah, that makes sense, which takes a lot of, yeah, I mean, you said pressure. You never felt pressure. It takes a lot of pressure off. Um, yeah. From from a lot of people, too. Um, and, I, and I think, uh, I mean, iconography can always be a factor and just seeing the character no matter what age you are you're automatically intrigued like you're like yeah spider-man's such a cool hero yeah 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 exactly and he's relatable in so many different ways and and everything as well um the game was super easy to pick up and play but i'll be honest i mean even not being a bloodborne or a you know souls guy I didn't think Bloodborne was that hard to pick up and play either. I was like, it oh, wasn't. It was pretty wow. intuitive. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised because yeah. it was it's one of the more recent of the uh, the Souls games I've picked up and tried out. Um, I tried it out right before uh, Demon Souls, actually. And oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, dang, you know, I probably six months ago is when I played my little bit of it. And I was surprised uh, that I was I was killing stuff and I wasn't you no know, dying right away. And um so I think that's probably part of the reason why it still stands up and is still a big staple in PlayStation's, you know, history and, and games coming and going forward. Yeah, going I forward, mean, but it's on the greatest. I think both of these are on the greatest hits list, actually. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bloodborne's one of them that you can get right now if you still go over there and sign up on your PlayStation 5 to download before they take them away. Yep. Yeah, it is. Because that's how I got into it. Because I didn't own it before until I, I downloaded it when I got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gave me yeah. the opportunity to actually play it too. That way, that's how I did it too. But man, this that's it's a tough one. It might be one we can revisit after I get more teeth into Bloodborne and and enjoy more of it. Uh, yeah, but, I think as far as like quality of game, they got to be in almost equal tiers. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they're they're on pretty even levels. I mean, for me, tipping over because I know I couldn't wait. Because I, I mean, I found Peter Parker to be a very relatable character. He's in, you know, he's a STEM guy. I'm a STEM guy. Like right. he's getting to <laughs> it, and he's just he's just so well written and so well voice acted that anybody, I think anybody, can relate to Peter Parker. He's like just a cool oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think as far as like even just why, if we're going to be a little bit unbiased about it, um, just from a. a, a mass appeal standpoint and like a barrier to entry of course it's a bloodborne's a soulsborne game that's why i call them partially i call them soulsborne's uh and they're difficult and they're difficult by nature and the people who want to play it love that shit as far yeah. as like if you handed this to somebody who wasn't really adept at gaming they could somewhat play spider-man fairly easily and right <laughs> yeah wrecked and may or may not have a good time on bloodborne uh it looks cool they may be intrigued by the environment and you know the obscurity of it all uh but spider-man uh, as far as like a barrier to entry and mass appeal level i think does top bloodborne yeah i i agree i i think this one spider-man has to take it um just just from the love that both of us have for it and it's it's iconic in so many different ways and definitely no slight at bloodborne at all which I'm no, not still even. playing through uh, slowly but surely. But uh, yeah, you agree? Think Spider-Man takes this one? 
I think it does. I think it does. All right. Now we got to move on to the final one of this episode. God of War versus Final Fantasy. Two huge PlayStation staples again. Good. <laughs> it's insane. Lord. I mean, Final Fantasy VII. Legendary PlayStation game. Yeah. Legendary. And the remakes have been pretty well received as well. The original has gone on on to be many, 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 many people's all-time favorite oh, yeah. games. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was the Ocarina of Time of PlayStation. Oh, yeah, a million percent. million percent. Yeah, I mean, you gr- if you grew up with both, I mean, I'm a little jealous. Uh, <laughs> but it's usually if you hadn't you, you had an N64 at the time, Ocarina of Time is probably one of your favorite all-time games. If you had a PlayStation growing up, this is probably one of your all-time favorite games. Uh, I mean, it's just... And God of War is also no slouch. I mean, it's been around for a long time. It's got pedigree. 2018 took a wild shift for the series, but one that it was named best game of all time. I expect that to go to be passed down to Ragnarok now. Uh, (laughs) Because it was somehow better. Um, At least in my opinion, anyway. And man, what absolute behemoths. I don't know if we have bigger behemoths on this list to go against each other, to be honest with you. I mean, some incredible stuff on this on our on this list, but goddamn. Well, yeah, as far as like longevity and, you know, fandom, like I do think you're right. I think these are the two biggest on the entire list going at each other. This is Rocky Balboa, you know, just going at it. And I'm it's tough. Uh, I am still kind of, you know, doing my buffet gamer thing and I'm. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm digging into Final Fantasy seven as I get time, which I like because it is yeah. one I can jump into and play. I can dip out, play something else, get back in again. And it's not hard to pick up and play. They've actually made especially the remake. They which is the one we're really talking about here um, yeah. is is literally just redone to a, a fact. They knew they were going to be new fans. They wanted to make you enjoy the game more and get new fans. And they right. couldn't have done a better job. And they still have the turn-based style, right? Not the ne- not necessarily the action style. No, it's action yeah. RPG. So is it only? Uh, for some reason, I thought it had uh, both options. I thought I thought you could do a it, turn-based with it. It does have some options you can change in there to make it. Uh, uh, different like slow it down a little bit you know that kind of thing okay but okay 90 percent of the game is it is RPG. a new final fantasy game okay. yeah yeah absolutely but the um the god of war series i mean that thing's been around since 2002 so obviously not as long as final fantasy but it definitely grew legs real quick i mean that thing took off yeah pretty pretty much out the gate i remember when it launched and it was just enormous people couldn't be they were blown away they they could not believe what was going on uh on the playstation 2 um it it changed a lot of people's thoughts on how a game could be made even being very linear which was really hard to do and 
I mean, the the first three God of War games, along with the offshoots, the Ghost of Sparta and one that I'm spacing right now, um, Chains of Olympus was the other one. They um, they were all linear. I mean, the camera followed you. You had no control over camera stuff. It was just you fight what's in on the screen. You know, that's your big job. old hack and slash. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was, which is not a bad thing at all. And we needed a yeah, good no, one no, at no. the time. A lot yeah. of them were just were straight up hack and slash, mindless hack and slash. And this was one of the first few that uh, you went in thinking you were just going to own the place. And then you just get annihilated because you needed to use, you know, your head <laughs> like these guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, in the way that the remake for Final Fantasy has taken uh, a new leaf on its gameplay, God of War did the same thing twice. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it just changed your your like hatred of camera controls and wanting to be able to let let me let me go back. So we have a, a Nintendo 64 comes out, gives us the ability to move the camera. We're all blown away. We're like, yes, finally, they figured out how to, how to use a camera. Yeah. And now I can control it. And then we go to the very next generation with the PS2 and a game comes out that takes away the ability to use the camera and nobody's mad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. everybody, everybody yeah. is mad. Yeah. Three Nintendo 64. And then all of them are like, finally give me camera controls, take them away. And now everybody's okay because the game did it all so well. You didn't need a camera. It was just great. Um, now, it wasn't like totally locked all the time, but 90% of the time that game, it, the camera was locked. It would kind of move around and, you know, do its thing on its own. And sure. Yeah. Much control of it. But then in 2018, it took God of War in a, a completely different way. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I mentioned this already. Took the industry by storm. Yeah. I mean, they did multiple things with the game and one of them being a completely seamless no cut gameplay which was the first of its kind and to do it with a genre of you know god of war that's this crazy over the top hack and slash mature rated thing was uh is a big head scratcher like what's going on until we all saw the first trailer and our minds were like melted like what i cannot believe this this is insane uh -huh. it's good i can't i cannot believe i'll be able to play this um and then it came out and is gorgeous and it met every expectations and more um i think i think that is the one caveat i was trying to get to there okay final fantasy 7 remake i don't think met the fans reactions it didn't meet the fans expectations i think it missed okay okay now me i i'm a fan of video games first and foremost but final fantasy 10 uh just clarity is the only final fantasy i've completely finished um i enjoyed it okay and yeah uh close for me too okay yeah i beat four when it came out on the ds but okay gotcha gotcha um I have actually I had a roommate uh, back in my 20s who loved every Final Fantasy, had them all. I've played them uh, pretty much all to 10, um, just touching them, you know, like getting in there and just checking them out. Right. Sure. Sure. 
And then after 10, it was like, you know, they were, they got crazy, you know, they're 10, two and, you know, they had then the online 11 and then, uh, you know, yeah. Then they, then they started getting pretty bad with 12 and 13 and then 14 has made a big resurgence here recently online, which 14 is really good. Yeah. If it was 14 seems good. It's big now. Oh, it's yeah. insane. And if it wasn't one that puts you behind like a you got to wait to play kind of wall, I would be in it probably more often, to be honest with you. But you go on and you have to wait in a server before they let you in. For oh, like, because it's so popular. Yeah. 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 They yeah. can't they can't keep up the demand. Oh, dude. So, MMOs is. Yeah. MMO. Yeah. If, if, if you're playing an MMO and that's not fit at least half of your gameplay, uh, you're not keeping up with an MMO. They're so they're so right. much fun, but they're so tough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And well, that that's that's okay I, i'm good with the difficulty and the time that it would take if if it was yeah. fun. but then you you make me wait some sometimes i went in to see the lobbies and they're like between 30 minutes and 90 minutes before i can play the game whoa expand your servers it's insane like it's it's really crazy um now i believe from what i've read if you pay for a paid account then you can get in faster but you're you still priority. waiting yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you're not paying, I don't expect to get in right away. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's not like a slide at the game. I'm not paying to get in right away. So that's fine. But I would still like to get in sooner than 90 minutes, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty much the whole time I set aside to play games for said day, usually, you know? Uh, yeah. So it's in, in speaking to all that, I mean, I think 14 is probably the game that they put the most behind recently and is meeting the expectations of fans and exceeding them outlandishly, uh, clearly from wait times and whatnot, you can see. But I the remake, I think, just missed a lot of people's mark and okay. Fell okay. a little flat for some. And I think that's partially because it took so long and then they're breaking it into parts and all these little things, you know? Yeah. When I saw it breaking into the parts, it, it really, like it looked good. And I have a, a long time friend of mine who's like Final Fantasy seven is like his game, right? That's like one of his all time favorites. Sure. Um, he's one of those guys. And then he told me, I mean, he loved the remake, but when I heard and he showed me some and it looked really great when I heard it was broken into like parts that were going to be like four and five years apart. Yeah. Like, Okay, uh, let me know in, in 10 years and I'll pick up a bundle <laughs> and I'll play them all at once. I'm not going to have this extremely disjointed story. That is right. a really good point. Yeah. And and I I feel that too. Like I I would definitely prefer what you just said and you know give it to me in one chunk even if I had to wait a little longer, but I know what that's like. You you don't as certain companies and, you know, I, I work in, you know, the service industry and people want their cars back now. Right. You know, they don't want to wait. So I get yeah. it. I yeah. get it. But it's, uh, it's something that I still think is kind of a negative for it. And as much as it's beautiful and they've made gameplay, it really is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's so good looking. Um, but, and they, and they've made the gameplay for someone like me, who's not a fan of RPGs that are turn-based to take oh, a I final yeah i i know we're polar opposite uh, yeah i know that, we're opposite on that on that yeah yeah i i can play them in a mobile setting which is totally weird but that's just because i can pick them up and play them and then put them away and then i don't have to focus fair. right it's just fair. No, it's just a quick pick yeah. up and play but something like final fantasy i want to be able to play like a lot of it and enjoy the story and i do like fast-paced action and stuff but the the way they made the controls and improved everything was just super unexpected like i guess would be for me like i thought okay i don't know if i should buy that i picked it up on sale you know when i got my copy of it 
Oh, sure, sure. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You know what? It, I'm going to pick it up. It's like 30 bucks. So I pick it up and I just not a bad I deal. definitely enjoyed it more than I thought. I think I put like probably 10 hours into it just the first weekend, uh, just playing around and just having fun in the world and liked it a lot. But I didn't find myself after, you know, that weekend and you know, a week or so goes by, I didn't find myself going, I need to go back and play that. You know, I want to do that. You know, it really stuck. Okay, with yeah, me, that that's fair. That's fair. So, so I can't speak cause I'm not like a hardcore fan, like everybody else that I know I've read and, you know, learned about that, you know, we're a little upset about where it came, uh, you know, to fruition, but God of war on, was on the other side of that completely for me. I mean, it was, the game that I wanted to play more. I couldn't believe what I was playing. Uh, they took uh-huh. something that was completely different and made it something completely new and unique that, you know, nobody in gaming had seen before. And yeah, I mean, I was sold from the get go, like from the first scene of, you know, just Faye and, you know, her ashes. And you're like, I'm like, uh, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. They're sitting. Yeah. Me. I get chills thinking about it right now. I know, but, I know. And it's just like, they're sending me on an amazing journey now and all this mystery behind it and and wonder that I needed to be filled, that I connected with. So not to say that I didn't connect with anything in Final Fantasy, uh, you know, with what's happening in the city and, you know, you're trying to stop it and, you know, everything sure, going on. Sure. The Final Fantasy story is a little more convoluted, so it's a little harder to feel connected to because there's so many okay. things happening at once. Yeah. Um, but God of War kept it so simple and like just like laser focused that it was pretty fun. like there's a lot there was still a decent amount going on, but you're right. It was still felt focused and easy to grasp. Yeah. Yeah. You remember your story, you know your mission, you know, and it it's just I I can't yeah. say enough about it. I mean, I would I would vote God of War has to move on, in my opinion. I um, think so. I think so. I mean, God of War is the game you think about like at work and the game you like. Do I really need a full eight hours of sleep? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, there are definitely yeah. times I remember playing either game and my wife's like, hey, it, you come to bed. It's getting kind of late. And you're like, mm, fuck yeah <laughs> so i just I'll feel like shit tomorrow <laughs> i will right. go to bed right now uh and then you know you save and move on but I, I, yeah. you know a long time listeners uh slash viewers will know probably won't be surprised that we picked god of war because we <laughs> fucking fond over it yeah for good reason i mean we're not the only ones right oh, mean, no. 2018 oh, no. was voted uh best game of all time uh, less than a year before Ragnarok came out, and Ragnarok somehow was better, which I was hoping yeah. for but didn't expect. Uh, insane, yeah, yeah. insane. It, yeah. it was a good fight, man. <clears throat> that was good. I mean, Final Fantasy VII, of course, of course, an absolute behemoth. Oh my god, yeah, uh, yeah. God Award created. I just think it created bigger, uh, bigger waves in the industry, on, especially on, on yeah. a wide appeal level. And it did it twice. That's the thing it about it. Like twice, it, yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Like, I mean, if if you're as old as me, you know, if you're as old <laughs> as me, then you'll remember when it came out. It it was a 
wave. Like Josh said, it was insane that people were like picking this game up. That was supposedly like this terrible mature rated game. And, and they were playing this thing to the point where it was connecting with them. They were having so much fun. They cared about the character. They, they couldn't yeah. believe the story they were seeing, you know, unfold in front of me or in front of them. And I mean, I remember having stories. So a quick story here before we wrap up the show and play some mind games, but the, uh, I, I worked in retail at the time and there was a, a gentleman, a good buddy of mine that I worked with there. He's just super cool, dude, loved video games. PS2 was his jam. And I mean, he, he just buy whatever you would recommend to him, you know, but I kind of knew what he liked. He was like a guy who like so calm and, you know, he was a call of duty guy, right? If we were talking sure, today, sure. today, he liked call of duty. Uh, so calm was the game back then, which was a third person. Um, it, you're a Navy seal in it and you had to do missions. Okay. Very, very calculated kind of game. You couldn't just run and gun in it. Right. You had to know what you were doing. You had to sure. Set up, sure. Set up your snipers and you go in with a certain team of, you know, Navy seals. And, I just went out on a whim. I'm like, you you need to buy God of War. You need to play God of War. Like, hands down, you need to go over there and buy it right now and go home for the weekend. I will see you on Monday. And you will not be disappointed in any yeah. way. And he wanted to know what it was about. I told him just the quick cliff notes about it. And he was like, I said, it's about Greek mythology. But, you know, they teach you that as you go. You don't need to know anything. And here's the deal. And he did. He jumped. And hell yeah, he came, he came back Monday, came up to me, grabbed me by the shoulder, and he went, You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Okay. And he's like, Now I'm gonna have to buy every one of these that come out. I mean, he was he was just hooked from the get-go. He was like, Yeah, yeah. I already beat it this weekend. He's like, it's so good. And then he started doing the levels in the game because it had like a horde mode in it where it was, oh, it was like an elevator cool. yeah. you were on an elevator and the elevator i don't remember if it was going up or down but you're just constantly fighting enemies that are falling from the sky and they got harder and harder and harder and i think there were 30 levels in it don't quote me on any of this it's been 20 years but he uh <laughs> fair enough he was he was cheesing the game at 60 years old playing these god of war games figuring out how to get through all of these horde modes. And he was the first guy I know out of all of me and my gamer friends that were like 20 something year olds, uh, uh -huh. that, that beat the, the elevator levels. He got through all of them and damn. Okay. Yeah. And he actually brought a memory card to work and said, here, take it home, plug it in. That way, you know, I'm not lying. <laughs> you know so <laughs> loaded his like, all right up. man i wasn't doubting yeah. you anyway but I, sure yeah, we, we weren't doubting him but yeah i went home loaded up and we got a good laugh out of it i called him on the phone and i was like okay i'm looking at it i see you you get the crown man you're good you're good he what he would do <laughs> there was a there was a, i think it was like a combo that you could do that was either circle and x or square and x and he uh he was a smoker okay so he he used his cigarette lighter which was rounded on the sides <laughs> and he used his cigarette lighter and he bounced back and forth between those two buttons as fast as possible to do these combos so that he could take out enemies as fast as he could. And that was his, that was his cheese. What he got through it that way. And I'm hey, like, I mean, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. More power to you, man. That's, that's awesome. Nobody else probably would have thought of that, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, God of War 
like spoke to a lot of people, even people I didn't think it would. And I just was trying my best to get, you know, the, the news out there and talk about it. And then it did it all again in 2018 for people 20 years later who had never seen or played or heard of the series, you know, straight out of high school. They're like, what's this? I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I have a job. I have a PS4. I'm buying this, you know, I'm on. (laughs) Man, it wasn't even until I got it for free. And I'm like, all right, industry has been raving at this game for forever. I got to check it out. And good Lord, I was, that was definitely, even 2018, I was like at work and be like, man, I just want to get home. I want to play some God of War. Oh yeah. Just, I just ogling over the graphics was such a good time for me. Just watching the snow move. What a beautiful game. Oh yeah. And then like, I do, I think I still like one of the best scenes is when Jormungandr the giant world snake first arrived and you see him swirling in the distance and this giant heavily detailed snake comes out and like, God damn, yeah. what a pretty game. What yeah. a good looking game and what incredible art design. Yeah. With not a single load screen. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Blew my mind too, man. And there was never a hiccup in that game. Uh, the story kept going, was just smooth. All the gameplay was smooth. The battles, yeah. uh, pretty intuitive controls too. Because yeah. I think shortly before I got my PS4, you had me try. After I uh, was getting pretty convinced with your posts about Horizon in those videos, yeah, you had me try God of War at the same time. Why I didn't didn't click with me at the time to buy that game? God knows, I, I have no idea now. But like, I remember, like, oh, this game's pretty good. Like, the controls are easy, combat's yeah. simple, it's easy to grasp, easy to play, looks good. This game's great, and I think something happened. I must have got entirely enveloped by Horizon. You know, that's probably what happened. Is I got yeah, way too yeah. enveloped with Horizon, is that game was definitely and is definitely right up my alley. Oh yeah, uh, and then it just happened. Just took it being free for me to be like. Oh, I don't. I got nothing in this. Let's give it a go. And was yep. incredibly like happy with it. Oh hell yeah, 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 yeah. PlayStation has some killer ones, and it's it's hard it's hard to kick some off the list. But boy, it's still a good time. It's gonna get harder, everybody. It's gonna get cranked crazy next oh, time. Oh God, Spider Man <laughs> versus God of War. Fuck yeah. off. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. God, that's that's a big one. That's 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 tough. gonna suck. That's yeah. going to suck. Straight up. It's going to suck. To, to that debate. is going to suck. Yeah. Ghost versus Last of Us. I mean, two two of the, you know, big ones on the list as well. I mean, huge, huge developers with Sucker Punch and Naughty Good Dog again. Again, uh, big and we, yeah. we we have uh, four of the biggest developers in front of us, too, for PlayStation going against each other on this because we have Naughty Dog. Oh. We have Insomniac. We have <laughs> Santa Monica. And we have Sucker Punch all going against each other. You know those PlayStation graphics to where they, they show like the different like slash like squares of like iconic like Yes. Um yeah, all their like iconic franchises. Yeah, I think I've seen all four of these in the same <laughs> slot. <laughs> that is quite possible, actually. That yeah. is quite possible. Uh we will see who ends up uh 1v1 and then who is the winner in our next episode for part four of our PlayStation brews and brackets. Yeah, that will dude, be I next am. week. Oh, that's gonna Tune be so in. much fun. Yeah, for us to listen to us agonize over how do we <laughs> ch- how do we choose between our favorite children? 
Yes. Yes. That's kind of what it it does kind of drill down to that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, somebody's going to have to lose. We'll have to find out who it is though. It, it's tough. I can't think right now about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you guys, I mean, email in latitudes at gmail.com or, or, you know, join the discord. We, we love it when people have a lot of conversation on the discord. Um, tell us who, you know, if we if you think we messed up, who who would you have had won? You know, do you agree with yeah. us? Disagree? Um, any points we missed because of maybe I don't know lack of experience. We it seems like we all have we both have good experience on a lot of these a lot of stuff. But yeah, yeah, come chat us up. Let us know. We're interested Absolutely. here. What's your bracket look like? Let us know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap things up, we always end up with playing a little bit of mind games. So we're gonna do that now. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Mind game. <laughs> All right. Are you guessing or am I guessing, sir? Ooh, I'll guess first. Let's see if I get one this time. Guessing. Okay, I'm going to think of something right now. I got it. And go. All right. Are you a character? No. Are you an item in a game? No. Ooh, are you a specific game? No. Hmm, a character, not an item. Uh, weapon in a game? No. God damn, dude. I don't know, I always struggle with yours. Uh, <laughs> uh will this be an environment in a game? Think, think outside of games. Oh, outside of a specific game thing. Um, piece of technology, gaming technology. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, console. Yes. Sony uh, console. Kinda. Kind. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. Uh, not Sony. Uh, no, not Sony. Okay. Uh, handheld. Yes. It? Yes. Um, is it Steam Deck? No. Switch. No. Game Boy Advance. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, last second. Last yeah. second, baby. You got it. Damn. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Yep, yep, you Oof. got it. You got Oof. it. All right, you get you gave me the right hint. I was thinking more more game than gaming. Right, right. Yes, I, I had to get you off that train. I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to like to not have a chance at all. You know, I'm like, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, GBA baby, GBA. I'm I'm excited. We got some fusion Metroid fusion coming to that, oh, and dude. I'm I'm pumped about it. I want to I want to play. I want to play. So pumped, dude. I mean, I know that was like one of the consoles of like my. My generation, but I played <laughs> right? so much Game Boy Advance. Oh, uh, the yeah. amount of pollution I put in uh, with batteries is probably silly. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Right, so many batteries. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I, like we don't think about batteries in handhelds anymore. So I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, because <laughs> the SP and into that, but I, I wasn't yeah. cool enough to have an SP. Oh, okay. I had the limited edition platinum Game Boy Advance. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, the, I didn't have the, the SP. one right here that I was thinking about. Right there. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ah, dude, I, I thought I was so cool when I had that. No one else oh, I knew had a platinum sure. Game Boy Advance. Oh man, <laughs> I played a bunch of some Game Boy Advance on the Switch this weekend, so that was that was a good time checking them out. Nice, nice. Playing, playing with the new filters they throw in there now too. With the original Game Boy was kind of fun because you can play the Game Boy games in color now, and they kind of give them like this faux color that it plugs in. It's kind of neat, makes them look different, a little more crisp. Yeah, cool. yeah. So yeah. 
All right, my turn to guess. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Are you a character? Yes. He's a character. Okay. Are you male? Are you a male character? Yes. 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 Okay. Are are you an animal? Yes. An animal that's male. Okay. Um are you are you a Nintendo franchise game? Yeah. Okay. Um Okay. Male? Um are you green? No. Okay. Um Do you fly? No. Okay. You, and you don't fly in a ship? No. Nintendo um male animal. Um are you in Zelda? No. Ah. Um are you Star Fox by some reason? He flies, but Damn. Nope, I don't it know. was Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you Pikachu you is male. On that one. <laughs> uh, at some point they did differentiate how Pikachu looked male versus female. I did think of it because female Pikachus have the heart at the end of their tails. And male oh, Pikachus yeah. have like the regular the classic, the Ash Ketchum Pikachu. Gotcha. Okay. I was originally yeah. thinking Yoshi. Because when you said fly, he was like, no. But you the male-female, you were kind of like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like... Oh, I had to don't... think about it. I'm like, shit, there is... they do differentiate the the Pokemon, and they now they look different. They didn't originally, but now they do. Um, gotcha. I guess I say, I say now, like, that was a recent development. It's not a recent development. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, at some point they did, uh, even for Pikachu. It's a very subtle difference, but yeah. Right, nice, nice. All right. Well, hey, that those are always fun. We always have a good time with that. Uh, I like doing those, Josh. I, I, are you having fun with them too? <laughs> yeah, you know, I finally got one. So yeah, I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> gets a W. Now he's all right. <laughs> yeah, even even with a little bit of help, I'll take it. Hey, hey, that's that's what it's all about. Just, nah, just these are a good time though. These are good. Yeah, they're fun. These are good. Yeah, they're fun. All right, well, we're going to get out of here for this episode. Uh, don't forget, I have a solo channel now. I'd love for you guys to go over there and check it out. I am the check Buffet Gamer over on YouTube. Um, all Strictly YouTube, no no podcasting over there. So uh, I do have a video on that channel now that is for the Nixie Wizard Wireless Joypad, which is a fun one to say, uh, which is the uh, GameCube controller that you yep, can get yep. for your Switch. And it's completely wireless. Go over there and check it out. See what I think about it. Uh, nice little short and sweet uh, informative video. It was a good time. My son helped me do all some video footage. So that was a it was a good nice, nice. moment. We're having a good time making the channel uh, happen over there. So that's pretty fun. Uh, once again, like Josh had mentioned earlier, join us on our Discord. Say hey to us. Uh, we we want to know yes. more of what you guys are doing and share your brews with us too. We love doing that. Yes, do both. Do both. We'd love to see the brews because... Nick and I love trying different things. Uh, Long-time listeners will know we try to bring something new every time. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, our Discord community is fucking awesome. Everyone oh, yeah. is... No one's a douchebag. Straight up, no. no one's a douchebag. Everyone's very, like, constructive in their conversation and get excited with each other. It's it's great. Yeah, it's a great, great community. And uh, we're, we're just getting ready. Our Patreon is building to the point where we're going to be able to start doing some fun stuff for, uh, for our discord community, as well as, uh, everybody, you know, that wants to join and we got some stuff in the mix. Uh, Josh and I are going to be chatting about and yeah, 
might might see some uh, might see some games in your future if you guys uh, if you guys want to you know pop in there and say hey and see what's going on. But we definitely love to share the love and we appreciate everybody out there for all the support and chatting with us. It's a good time. All right, uh, guys. Yeah. Well, until next week, we are out of here and game on. Volume up and stay loud. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mezra, Holden Moffitt, SirsFurniture.com.